The NHL's on its all-star hiatus, but the newsreel doesn't stop, and your work as a fantasy hockey GM doesn't either. That's why you're tapped into your source. It's the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast Saturday special. Todd McClellan done in L.A., Sean Monahan on his way to Winnipeg, and our top six-to-one fantasy veterans in the game. Let's tap in. You're Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You heard the music and you know what time it is. It's time for the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast here for a little Saturday special to make sure all of your fantasy hockey news and angles are covered. Thank you for making us your first listen every single day. Shout out to the everydayers and shout out to everyone. Holden Steele and I down over the last two years couldn't have done it without y'all. Smash that five-star review and subscribe button. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. Happy Super Bowl to all who is celebrating. It is a big week right now. New customers join today and get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started steel my goodness me just when we thought we we're not going to have too much to talk about just our top countdown six through one which is going to be spicy enough because these veterans are the kinds of pieces that you need to peg to fill out your team because just like one that i'll talk about in alex ovechkin they can go cold in this end of their career so we'll talk about that our rest of our countdown but we got to get to business off the top Sean Monaghan is now a Winnipeg Jet, and Vancouver and Winnipeg have responded to what they might have to go through in Edmonton Steel, and I want to talk about that. I think these two teams recognize their holes up the middle and have addressed that, so we'll address that. Todd McClellan, though, let's start there because I think there's not as much to cover. He's done in L.A. This team has been bad lately. What's your take on what's going on in L.A. before we get to Monaghan and our countdown? What do you see this LA Kings team doing in the second half? Yeah, I'm not really sure, to be honest. And personally, I think the firing of Todd McClellan was a little bit unjustifiable. I understand Mm -hmm. that they're going through a rough spell right now, and they've really struggled over the last 10 to 15 games. But I don't think that has anything or has a lot to do with Todd McClellan's coaching because they got he got them to this point. in earlier in the season, you know, sure. we go back to Drew Doughty's comments just the other day where mm, he was trying to where he was focusing majority on the players and yeah. not not living up to expectations and standards of team play playing mm-hmm. for themselves, you know, padding the stats, as we like to call it in in basketball. Yep. And that's what was that's what we were seeing. And that's what was being showcased to a lot of the fans out there. They would get two goal leads and end up costing the game because they were looking for more points. To what was he calling there. it? Cookie time? They thought it was cookie time? Yeah, it was time cookie or... time. Yeah, and, that's and hilarious. that's exactly what it was. You yeah. know, they, they weren't playing team hockey. They weren't playing focused hockey. And, that, you know, again, I think someone left a comment on the YouTube channel the other day. The common denominator has been Pierre-Luc Dubois. Now, I don't want to fully blame Ooh. him, but if you go to Columbus, Winnipeg, and now the LA Kings, yeah, there seems to be turmoil wherever he goes. So again, I'm not fully blaming Pierre-Luc Dubois. A lot of the players need to be a lot better than what we've seen over the last 15 games, but mm. I don't think it was justifiable to fire Todd McClellan 
where the, when the team is still 23, 15, and 10 on the season. Right. And it's the first time all season that they've even dropped out of the top three in their respective division. They're still in a wild card spot. So yeah. for me, I think it was a little unjustifiable. I think you would continue to ride it out of maybe a little bit longer over the NHL all-star break when they come back. But yeah. after that, if it continued, maybe you fire him then. But yeah, for me, it was just un- unjustifiable. I, I'm here for this take, and I actually tend to agree with you because I think you know my approach to in-season coach firings. I tend to hang this on the players nine times out of ten. That's just me. I think in this situation, given that they are three, eight, and six over their last 17, I understand the response to the poor play. I just don't think that this was the move. Also, Rob Blake, the GM in L.A., only about two weeks ago said that he had ruled out an in-season coaching change. So that's number two. And number three, all of a sudden, Steele, this is the sixth NHL coach to be fired this season, along with Lane Lambert, DJ Smith, Jay Woodcroft, Dean Evison, your old former boy, and Craig Berube. Something tells me at least one of those names, especially Craig Berube, could be back behind a bench very, very soon. Anyway, quick sidebar. But this LA Kings team has to turn it around in a hurry. I'm with you, though in terms of they're still very much alive in that division. They need to turn it around in Pierre-Luc Dubois. Another good point. You're on fire, by the way. This Kings club started the year. Hold on. Let me pull that up because I had that number up as well. 27-4 and to open the year. We were all over these peripheral fantasy pieces. We were loving that Victor Arvidsson, Deneau, Trevor Moore line. Arvidsson once again comes up, Steel. One of those pieces that, sure, 45, 55 point man, but he is like the glue that holds that bottom six together. And that was one of the biggest strengths of that LA Kings team last year was their ability to roll three effective lines. And they haven't been doing that. However, interesting tie in into this Winnipeg Jets club, because on the other foot, they are cruising right now. Now let's take a look at this Sean Monaghan news deal. Aside from what I want your take on this. Now you have in a matter of days, the Vancouver Canucks and the Winnipeg Jets, two teams that are very much going for it this year, adding center depth players up the middle because why they know they're most likely going to have to go through that red hot Edmonton Oilers team who, and here, here I want your take on this. In my opinion, have the best center depth in the league. And I don't think this is a bold take. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Leon Dreisaitl, and Connor McDavid up the middle are the best trio. And I think that's what you're seeing from these two teams responding to the team they might have to go through in a matter of months. Yeah, I think that's definitely the case. And obviously Winnipeg Jets trying to make uh, you know, make a response to what the Vancouver Canucks did with Elias Lindholm. Yeah. And, and and the top six now for both Vancouver and Winnipeg is legit. You know, I know Mark Shifley's injured, but if he, mm-hmm. you know, just to put him in there for record, first for sure. line for the Jets, Velarde, yeah. Shifley, Kyle Connor, second line, now Sean Monaghan, your boy yep. Cole Perfetti, Bang. and Nikolai Ehlers. And then you've yep. got your captain, Adam Lowry, in that third line of Nino mm-hmm. Niederreiter and Mason Appleton, which is just a big boy line there. Big boy line. Um, th- this is a this is a great top nine for the Winnipeg yes. Jets. And again, look at what's happened after you move on from Pierre Luc Dubois. Like there was so There's much the going on in the locker room behind There's the, the bench. You get yep. rid of him. Everything seems to be great now. You sign Connor Hellebuck. You sign uh, Mark Shifley, and you make this trade for Sean Monahan, who's been playing his best hockey since three years ago. So Agreed. this is great news for the Winnipeg Jets. Again. Not a lot of options out there for, uh-huh. for uh, top six centermen, but the for two sure. top names probably in Elias Lindholm and Sean Monahan get taken out 
right away by two Western Canadian clubs who are mm-hmm. going all in this season and, yeah. and rightfully so. And their team chemistry and, and the way that their lineup is now filling out and looking is just unbelievable. Gabriel Velarde, Al- Alex Ayafalo, and Rasmus Kupari, obviously yep. in that trade for Pierre-Luc Dubois, have been getting going mm-hmm. uh, since they've joined the team as well. But a lot of this, you know, we talk about the forwards, we talk about the defensive end. A lot of this is going to ride on both Thatcher Demko and Connor Hellebuck when it comes sure. to playoff time. We know goaltenders can really be the uh, game changer and forcer to take their team all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals. And mm-hmm. it, you know, as much as it is, uh, you know, as much as I don't like the Winnipeg Jets as a team, it <laughs> is great to see as a Canadian, For sure. see two Canadian hockey clubs who have legitimate yes. chances to go on a deep run in the playoffs. Most definitely. Hey, look. 71 points for the Vancouver Canucks, 65 points right now for the Winnipeg Jets. These moves are obviously going to bring value into their lineup and inject Mm -hmm. some energy into two clubs that are being rewarded by their front office staff for how they've been playing on the ice. And this fires up a dressing room. And I'm really intrigued to see what this is going to do to the peripheral pieces around the additions. Sean Monaghan, if he does slot in there on that second line, which makes sense, Rasmus Kupari will probably drop down and take Dominic Tonato's spot. Toninato, that fourth line's actually not bad either, Steele. Morgan Barron and Alex Ayafalo with Rasmus Kupari in the middle. Don't hate it either, but here's my take for this from the Winnipeg angle because you already mentioned it. I'm looking at what this can do for a young player in Cole Perfetti. Yeah. No disrespect to Rasmus Kupari, but Cole Perfetti could use a veteran centerman like that to dish him the puck and to show him how to get it done. So I want to see what this means for Nikolai Ehlers as well. And that chemistry, eyes peeled on Lias Lindholm for sure, because all of these things are going to mean impacts on the players around them as well, Steele. We got a lot more to talk about because the players we have on our lists all make an impact on a nightly basis. Six through one, top veterans in the fantasy game coming up around the break, but we got to give some love to FanDuel Sportsbook. Another shout out to everyone celebrating the Super Bowl weekend coming up. From America's number one sportsbook, FanDuel. If you're like us, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite snacks, and placing some super bets. Grab those chicken wings, dust off a couple of wobbly pops, and make sure you're busting open the FanDuel app. FanDuel has so many ways to make sure you end the season with a W or two or three. You can bet on everything from who wins the big game, but also FanDuel has you covered on which players can score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today. Get $200 in bonus bets. Your first bet of $5 or more wins. Join FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Make sure you go check out Locked On Sports today, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. They are here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows covering every single league. So make sure you go over there and subscribe to that channel. Subscribe to this one as well. Hit the follow button, leave a five-star review. Before we continue on the conversation from yesterday's episode of the top 10 veterans in the NHL league, um, quickly, just to wrap up Sean Monahan and his fantasy value, he's got Thank 35 you. points in 49 games this year. He's shooting the puck a lot more than we've seen over the last three seasons, as well as he is only rostered at 20% on Yahoo right now. I talked about him either last week or two weeks ago for waiver wire targets and 
now going from Montreal to Winnipeg, who, man, they are getting it done right now. I think his fantasy value is going to skyrocket, maybe closer up to 50% over the next Mm. two weeks uh, once he gets the chemistry flowing with these guys uh, over in Winnipeg. But moving forward with this this conversation uh, from yesterday, the top 10 uh, veterans in the NHL right now, fantasy league-wise, at number six for me, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning defenseman Victor Hedman, 33 years old, having an absolutely – monster year this season for the Tampa Bay Lightning and last year wasn't necessarily living up to the headman standard that we're used to getting we know it wasn't his best year yeah finished with nine goals 40 assists and 79 games this season currently he already has nine goals and already more yeah. assists in 48 games he has 41 assists nine goals for 50 points in 48 games this season he's absolutely been stellar for them A big Mm -hmm. shout out to Andre Vasilevsky coming back from injury. You know, they're in a a playoff spot now in top three in the Atlantic division. He's got 101 shots, 58 blocks, 29 hits, obviously a power play specialist at the quarterback position on the blue line. And that power play, I mean, there's just so many options to go to. Steven Stamkos, who I'm going to get to shortly. Nikita Kucherov on the right side. Uh, Braden Point, who fills in that slot position. And then whether it's Sorelli or Nicholas Paul in front of the net, grabbing those rebounds. That is an absolutely deadly, absolute deadly power play, uh, top power play in the NHL right now. Victor Hedman quarterbacking the way, though. For me, he comes in at number six. I'm so glad that you bring up Victor Hedman. And to me, he deserves to be higher on this list, but this isn't an egregious error. He should be for sure in the top 10, and in my opinion, in the top five. I'll talk about him in a second, but interesting, because I got I got these odds up, Steel. He's right now paying plus 3,000 as the fifth favorite to win the Norris. Obviously, Quinn Hughes and McCarr deserve to be ahead of him. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying he's perennially in the top three, I believe, seven straight seasons, including winning it. Always in the conversation. Top, he was in the top three in Norris voting yeah he had that bit of a blip last year but that was only because we're holding him to his extremely high standards because 49 points from a blue liner is still excellent but I hear you and I respect the take I'll talk about him a little bit more in a second you spoke about Alex Ovechkin yesterday all the angles are covered everyone knows Ovi's having a down year nine goals 31 points it's not Ovi like it's not even close to Ovi like and you mentioned the takes yesterday so I'm gonna keep this one short and sweet about his draft position. A lot of people still valuing valuing him in that top elite tier, which I think is starting to fade. Yeah. But he earned this spot based on reputation and based on that shot alone. And I think you'll see him still return to his form in some sense. I don't think he'll ever go back to that 50 goal a season pace, but I could still see him popping 30 a year. It's just really been a struggle for him. And I'll bring up this point. Lastly, no disrespect to Dylan Strom or Tom Wilson, but Alex Ovechkin needs some help. Washington only has, and this is my last point on this deal. And I know he's been struggling and I'm not going to just throw his teammates under the bus, but, They are only on top of the San Jose Sharks by six total goals (laughs) and the Chicago Blackhawks by eight for the least scored in the NHL this year. That's embarrassingly bad. And clearly the lack of talent around Ovi at 38 years old is playing a factor because I'm telling you, throw someone else in there. I don't even know who, but anybody else, I'm telling you, he has 20 instead of 10. So that's my take on it. He deserves to be on this list. He's at number six for me. What do you think about that? 
Yeah, it's a different looking Washington Capitals club. I know yeah. John Carlson came back from that injury, that really nasty injury just last season. Um, but that's not going to be the biggest difference maker here. He's playing with right. a, lo- a lot of new players, younger players as well. He doesn't have his boy Backstrom. Uh, it's just not the same looking Washington yeah. Capitals over the last five se- uh, five years for Alex Ovechkin. And it's really, yep. you can see it with his teammates and the way he's playing right now. So he's going to need a little bit more help if they want any chance getting into the postseason. At number five, though, this player already has all the help. And he already, I just talked about his defenseman partner over there, Victor Hedman. Steven Stamkos comes in at number five for me, 33 years yes, old, steel. 13 out of 16 seasons. He's been a point-per-game player. He's got a career yeah. average 16.7 shooting percentage. He's currently shooting at 14.6 this season, so it's a little bit down from his average, but it's been his bread and butter, his consistency there. 21 goals, 47 points in 47 games. There yeah. have obviously been those few seasons where the injury has got the better of him, sure. but he's also played 12 full-length seasons, 77-plus games or more. Uh, he's been fully healthy the last three years when he's put up 237 points in 209 yep. games. Yep. Obviously, I just said about the power play with Victor Hedman. He is absolutely lethal on the power play, just like Kucherov, yes. Braden Point, and his boy Hedman over there on the blue yes. line. Like we like to say, he posts up in Ovi's office, as we like to call it, and yeah. he's just waiting. He's just waiting for a pristine pass from either Kucherov uh, or, or Victor Hedman, and you put it in his wheelhouse, he's scoring pretty much every single time. He's got one of the best slap shots, probably, in my opinion, right behind yes. Alexander Ovechkin. Yes. So, Steven goes for me, he makes it at number five. He's just one of those veterans. Again, when he's healthy and yep. he consistently stays healthy, he's got to be a top two, top three uh, draft pick, for, in my opinion. I can't talk enough about how much I like Steven Stamkos, both on and off the ice. If I'm building a franchise, a leader a point getter, a clutch performer, and a winner, and a guy who just really seems to bleed for his teammates. I want Steven Stamkos in there. I'm building a franchise around him all day. Let me bring this up quickly, Steele, because he's also at number five for me. So this is neat and tidy. In 123 career postseason games, 95.6 game winners. Unreal. This guy is an absolute stud who I don't think gets nearly enough credit somehow. I'm not going to say underrated, but I'm going to say he deserves a lot more credit for what he's done over the course of his career. He has two Rocket Richard trophies still. And I remember when he came into the league after the year in Sarnia, he put up 105 points in 60 games in the O and went first overall. And I think his first year in the NHL, he only scored like, let me bring this up. I think it was like 50 points and everyone was kind of ooh, maybe he would didn't deserve to go first overall and then he came back the next season and blew the doors off the nhl so this guy definitely deserves to be on this list what's his age he's 33, 33 years old good markham ontario lad shout out to steven stamco shout out to markham as well he deserves to be on this list deal and i'm loving that that my top five all are winners so, well, except for the next guy. But anyway, I'm loving this <laughs> angle. Who you got it for? Because our top five is going to be very similar. Yeah, I think it will be. Well, at number four, I believe he was just outside the top five for you. Or maybe maybe he was ninth, if I'm remembering correctly. But at number four, real quickly, I've got Roman Yossi. 33 oh. years old defenseman from Nashville Yeah, he was Predators. tenth for me. Still one of the most elite defensemen in the NHL. I love this player when I'm able to draft him, and I haven't talked about him a lot this season because I wasn't able to draft him in any of the fantasy leagues that I'm in. 
but he is still one of the the best fantasy hockey defensemen on the market. 10 goals, yeah. 45 points in 51 yep. games, 18 power play points, 165 shots, 93 blocks, 31 hits, 25 penalty minutes. He fills all of the categories that you need as a fantasy hockey defenseman. If a player can put up points on a pace like this, with consistently producing in every other category, category, it's a recipe for success. I talked about this uh, mm. this recipe with JT Miller. He puts up points. He fills up all the other categories. Roman Yossi does the same thing, but as a defenseman, he's top 22 in fantasy points among all NHL players. He's fourth best fantasy defenseman right behind mm. Kale McCarr, Noah Dobson, and Quinn Hughes. And he's not even that far off from Quinn Hughes who has 17 more points and five more power play points mm-hmm. than, than a Roman Yossi this year. That speaks to the volumes of the other categorical points that you can get sure. from a player who gets the blocks, hits, and the shots on net. He has less than four fantasy points away from the top three position. And if he continues on this stride, he can even put himself above Quinn Hughes, who's still in the obviously the front runner or right there as a front runner with Kale McCarr for the Norris Trophy. But Roman Yossi as a fantasy hockey defenseman is absolutely elite. I agree totally, and I think that's why maybe the lists that we did today, sometimes that's when you and I were trying to split fantasy and the on-ice quality and their ability to bring winning caliber to their clubs, and that's why Victor Hedman is way ahead of Roman Yossi on my list, but I'm not going to disagree with you also just for fun on the odd side of things. Roman Yossi right now for the Norris is paying plus 7,500 behind Rasmus Dahlin, Charlie McAvoy, and Adam Fox. So if you really want to get spicy with a toonie, maybe chuck it on uh, Steel's boy Roman Yossi here. I'm going to talk about the bread man right after the break, Steel, because he is at number four on my list. Let's talk about it and finish this bad boy up with a bow. Finish it up with a bow, indeed. This episode is brought to you by Factor. Factors ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores, the prep work, and cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your doorstep. With over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons, you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. Factor now offers loads of snacks, op- snack options like breakfast, smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep me going no matter what's on the schedule. Not only does Factor offer fast, simple solutions when I'm too busy to cook, they also help me stay on top of my goals. With offering with offerings like Protein Plus and Keto, I can stay on track. This is definitely going to keep uh, come in handy for my New Year resolutions. Factor has everything I need for a week of flavorful and nutritious meals. In addition to ready-to-eat meals, they have cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep me energized during frantic times. Head to factormeals.com slash LockedOnNHL50 and use code LockedOnNHL50 to get 50% off. That's code LockedOnNHL50 at factormeals.com slash Locked on NHL 50 to get 50% off. And thank you so much for making the Locked on Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Continue to hit the subscribe, the follow button, leave a five-star review. We appreciate all that love and support you show us every single day. Flip over to you, my friend. Number four on the list, the bread man. 
Yeah, Artemi Panarin is one of those players that I think maybe at the start of his career, everyone was like, what can he do without Patrick Kane? Obviously, joining the Chicago Blackhawks at a relatively late age, starting in the NHL at 24. He's only 32 and has 727 points in 639 career regular season games. And I'm pretty sure of everyone on this list, I believe currently he is leading all of them in points this season with 66 so when you look at maybe that pure fantasy side of it, Steele, he might be higher up this list, but we're talking about some of the players ahead of him that have multiple Stanley Cup rings, multiple trophies in their mantle. And I know he was a Calder winner. He's a three-time All-Star. He's not a win-winner yet. And that's the only angle that I could poke in Panarin's game because otherwise, power play specialist he can find his teammates blindfolded in the parking lot with his passing i love his creativity and his ice time he's playing over 20 minutes in ice time for the first time in a long time i think he's just starting to get going this new york rangers team has all of the pieces to go on a deep cup run i think he needs to be one of those players that takes his game to an entire another level. And I know that's a lot to ask considering where he's at, but that's the kind of leadership and game I need to see from him to be higher up this list. But with all of that said, there are few fantasy back to the fantasy side of things. There are few fantasy pieces that are this consistently good offensively. 86, 87 points, 95 points, 96 points, 92 points. This guy is a hundred point threat every single year. And he brings it on the power play when it comes to offense and fantasy, not many guys as consistent as Panarin over the last six or seven seasons. Well, maybe I can try to persuade you to bump him up a couple of spots there because I've got him at number two and I'll speak on him very, very shortly. But at number three, I've got Brad Marchand of the Boston Bruins, 35, soon to be 36 years old. Like you said yesterday, you hate to see him play against you, but you would love when he's (laughs) on your team. For sure. Been an absolutely incredible player throughout his whole career, but really started to hit his stride and hit another level in that 2016 season. He's four games away from playing his 1,000th NHL game, and he has 909 points. So he's had a really, really incredible uh, career in the NHL. Won Stanley Cup as well. 47 points in 49 games this year. 51 penalty minutes, 131 shots, 22 blocks, 49 hits. Brad Marchand, in my opinion, is the epitome of a game changer. He can score goals. He's an antagonizer. He's an enforcer. He's a goal scorer. He's a playmaker. He's a leader for this club. But again, if he's not doing one thing, he's doing something else to get himself into the game and get his club going. He is a game changer, in my opinion. He also also has, I don't even know how to describe it. He just has incredible (laughs) stick work when he doesn't have the puck. I don't know if you saw that highlight from a week or so ago, but the puck was going through the defender's skates and he was trying to get it. And he was just quickly lifting his stick up, slashing yeah. it away. And yep. he just went hard to the net and scored a beauty of a goal. So Brad Marchand, he is a game changer. He's an enforcer. He does it all for the Boston Bruins. And he's been a big reason why they've still been so successful without, uh, with the, the departure of Patrice Bergeron and David yep. Gretchen. He is also one of those players and it's obviously hard to predict and it's nothing that you can actually plan on happening, but it will happen is Brad Marchand goes off for like two or three points, 20 penalty minutes, and you yeah. win your matchup <laughs> for the week because he went off both on offense and with his lips. So again, not one of those tangible things that you can exactly bank on, but it's one of those things that he brings a peripheral value in fantasy and he backs up his talk. I said that at length on yesterday's episode and I don't need to break it down again because Brad Marchand 
Marchand is a very big reason that this Boston Bruins team has been not one of the most successful, the most successful over the last number of years, including a Stanley Cup. So that's all that needs to be said. I can't even argue with you that you have him this high on your list when I had him at seven because we're all on the same page in this one. Veterans bringing fantasy value. Number three for me, Steele. Victor Hedman in, and you know, I mentioned those numbers for Steven Stamkos in the postseason. How about for a defenseman in the postseason, Steele, for Victor Hedman in 160 <laughs> postseason games he has 110 points and for a defenseman six game winning goals in the postseason somebody throw some respect on this guy's name even more so and i know he's properly rated i'm not going to go out there and say victor hedman is underrated because there was a number of years in a row and maybe if he continues to play like this he will be the number one fantasy option in hockey he is right up there for sure. I know Quinn Hughes and Kale McCarr are in that conversation because of the elite level fantasy or uh, elite level offensive production they're bringing. But Victor Hedman deserves to be in that conversation most definitely, in my opinion. He's number three. He's got two cups, six all-stars, the Norris. And how about a Con Smythe as well? Yeah, absolutely. Exactly what you just said, Victor right. Hedman. You know, like, and you covered it. I covered it. And, and you know, I, again, if we're going more... Stanley Cup wise and accomplishments and awards, he's higher on the list. But I'm focusing a little bit more on the fantasy Fair. side. Of things. But he's having Fair. an unreal season, a monster season for the for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Big and lad, too, six seven. Big lad, uh, man. The guy's an absolute Viking. It's, it's yeah. insane. He's he's I, massive. But just look at his back. photo on Hockey <laughs> Reference. It looks like he's like staring into my soul here. Anyway, what's still, his what's his nickname? Hetty is his nickname Hetty and Harry. I love these yeah, nicknames. They drive me wild. But anyway, are, do, who are you got at number? three is it Breadman? or you got at num- two well, at number three i had brad marchand at number oh, right. two okay. i've so got the bread man 32 year old bread man artemi panarin and this is what i've been waiting for from panarin over the last three years sure. shoot the damn puck and he's Dang. finally doing that this season he's got unbelievable hands and un- an incredible shot when he decides to use it but for the first eight years in the national hockey league he was only hitting the net anywhere from 170 to 230 shots a year which wasn't mm. enough for me he no. now currently has 194 shots in 49 games. This is a player who can consistently put the puck on net every single season over 300 times and score 30-plus goals when he wants to. And I understand he's more of a playmaker. Like you said, he can pass the puck blindfolded yeah. tape to tape to tape. He's yep. a pass-first kind of guy. But when you have his capabilities, sometimes you have to have the shoot-first mentality, and that's what he's finally doing this season. He has, and uh, you know, I want to go down the list a little bit. You said it yourself. He has two 70 plus point seasons, two 80 plus point seasons, yep. three 90 plus point seasons. And the Bang. year that, uh, the year that COVID first happened, he was on pace for 113 points. He's currently on pace for 110 points. All he might not have won yet, but all this guy does is produce points up front offensively. Yep. 727 sure. career NHL points in 639 games. He is a point getter. He's a producer and he does it all. That's why they call him the bread man. Hey, can't disagree. And look, I just need to see him get it done in the postseason and win. I'm not saying point wise. That's just the angle I was placing more of an emphasis on. That's just me. Fantasy wise, you could make an argument that he's maybe at the top of this list, perhaps. I don't know. But you know who's at the top of my list. And I have Evgeny Malkin at number two. And I'll just lump this conversation in together because you know it's Sid. I'm reading a book about Sid right now, Steele. <laughs> number 87 for a player not wearing blue and white. He's probably my favorite ever. And for obvious reasons, 
this is a player, and just to talk about Crosby for in a second, and Evgeny Malkin, I think they are there together for a reason. Three cups. This is a dynasty steal, in my opinion. Evgeny Malkin led the league in scoring twice, 113 points and 109 in 2009 and 2012. I know that was a long time ago. <laughs> but this season, 40 points in 46 games, he can still get it done. And I know the window for winning is shrinking rapidly in Pittsburgh. But I'll tell you this. If Tristan Jari can catch a little bit of fire, I believe he is more than capable enough to be a goaltender to take a team on a run. They've got Eric Carlson and Chris Letang. We know it's the balance. Can this team add at the deadline? I don't know. But how can you not ignore the ability of those two guys? And Crosby at number one is clear cut. And I know you got me on that one because you have him there too. But these two guys are winners. And when you get them in the postseason, if they do get there, it's a big if. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't think there's a single team in the Eastern Conference that wants to take on a motivated Sid and Gino at one of their last kicks at the can. It doesn't matter how good the regular season went down. If this Pittsburgh club squeaks in steel, I don't want to be the team to face them at number one because Sidney Crosby is doing special things once again, and I'll close it off with this because we're getting long on the tooth. Three cups, two Art Rosses, three Pearsons, two Rocket Richards, two Conn Smythes, two Hart Trophies, and a nine-time All-Star put this guy right in the Hall of Fame as one of the best to ever do it, and that's a hands-down fact. It is a hands-down fact, and I'm not really going to go in-depth on any of this. I just want one thing to say because I have Sidney Crosby at number one. I don't have Malkin at number two, but the last thing I want to say about Sidney Crosby is this guy's backhand is better than most players' front hand. It is absolutely incredible what he is able to do from different positions all over the ice uh, and really just elevate his teammates to another level or even yeah. put them on his level yes, at, at, cons- uh, at a consistent pace. So for me and yourself, and maybe for a lot of people out there, Sidney Crosby, 36 years old, Sid the Kid, continues yeah. to get it done. And it might be one of the last kicks at the cans for them if they can get into the postseason, but mm-hmm. it's not going to be one of the last seasons we see Sidney Crosby in the National Hockey League. He's got a lot of ho- hockey left in him. NHL All-Star break coming up this weekend. Make sure you're tuning in for the NHL All-Star in Toronto. Thank you so much for making Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Once again, go check out Locked On Sports today. They've launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. They are here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows covering every single league. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great weekend. Good luck with all your bets out there if you have any, and we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Shout out to Cole Harbor. Peace.